And then Chow Yun Fat feeds you your legs in jail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Tum Tum, all right. We got to do a, a special episode about that one at some point. We could probably do I... episode about our, like, our, like, dream projects. Yeah. I got a couple, too. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> Joe, I have a, a big outline for my Gritty Three Ninjas reboot. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes. I got pretty dark with it. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and yes, tell me about the last episode. I was, well, stupidly depressed, and uh, it was just bad times. And, uh, I guess sorry about this episode, it's a little late, um, I couldn't find the time to do these voiceover recordings, so I've got about as long as it takes my niece to eat a bowl of cereal to get all this in. Yeah. Um, don't worry, not a whole lot to tell you outside of the uh, next episode. It's episodes 3 and 4 of Street Fighter 2B. And it's just, that show's just going to be like a go-to thing to come back to. So if you enjoyed this, if you enjoyed this episode, I should say, or enjoyed the previous episode, you're in luck. You got a lot more to look forward to, so please enjoy. In the last episode that I recorded with Mike, there was something I forgot to mention. And maybe that'll be a good lead-in to uh, Joe's experience with the first two episodes. But uh, you guys remember Guile's hangover? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had that hangover. <laughs> it's rough. I don't remember. Lionel's hangover or that moment? That moment. He, mm. I just remember he's like... Disoriented a little bit. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. It, well, I guess I, I guess it doesn't stand out that much until you felt it, where it's like everything he tries to do is res- like results in sort of like a nauseous... <gasps> which, which, I, which I thought was strange, because he seemed like the kind of person who could take that, but uh, I guess not. Well, well, even his buddy was kind of surprised. Yeah. <laughs> and he was saying that, like, that fight he got into kind of messed him up. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if it, like... Combination? If it, like, threw him off, if, like, the exertion kind of, like, made the alcohol a bit harder on his system, or if he just, like, drank more trying to, like, not be all pissed off about it, or both. I suppose. But, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He, he was toe up. He was. And he's guile. So I was like, well, fuck. He's guile. Why is he? All right. I guess this is happening. It's like, I didn't know this could happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this is guile we're talking about. I didn't know he could get hungover. Did his hair absorb it or something? I don't know. Whatever. It's just. Yeah. Hey. But, yeah. Joe. I mean, we all watched three and four for this episode, but you had to play a little catch up. So. Episodes one and two. Uh, they were great. There was such a big bromance there. They were, might as well have been smacking each other's butts. It was just. I don't was, know if great. it's uh, you call it a bromance. It it's sure more seemed, like a. It seems a more like a homosexual <laughs> relationship. Well, I, I was trying not to go um, that far with it, but yeah. well, it, no, because. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the things me and Mike uh, mentioned in that a previous episode is that. 
if you say they're by, you don't have to change anything. <laughs> oh man, yeah, they were. They're doing some pretty gay shit, but there's like <laughs> Reusel girlfriend on the island, and like Ken macking on every woman in eye shot. Yeah, I don't think that was that was definitely not his girlfriend. I think she was into him, but she, he had no idea. He's just not interested at all. But yeah, man, when he well, there's there's also the bit with Chun Li in episode uh, was it three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he's doing the push-ups. But yeah. I keep having, and I said this in the last episode. Once again, I was surprised about how gay they go. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Like the first two episodes, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this now." And then now I'm just like, "Oh shit, yeah." <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they're fucking. I mean, I mean, the big one his... is obviously them naked in the pool together. <laughs> oh God, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That, but uh, what but, I thought? But there's actually one more that's. It's only in the dub. Uh, is it when they're going up the elevator? Ryu's looking at like that view of Hong Kong from that exclusive elevator, and he's like, "Like this is amazing. It's like I'm living in a dream." And I'm like. How many romantic films have I seen where the woman looks at the guy and says some shit like that? Oh, yeah. I know. Like, that whole thing where he was talking about, he was calling in, like, we're going to get a helicopter tour, and he's talking about all the shit that he's going to do. I was just like, damn. This yeah, spoilers, is... baby. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much. And uh, the other thing I thought was, I was like, all right, so this is, this is really happening, is when... Uh, Ken is showing him around the place, and the like. The first place he shows him is his room. I was like, "What? Okay, you're gonna show him." He's sitting down on the bed, and I was just wondering, "Is is, is he gonna go over there? Well, what's gonna happen next here?" Yeah, and he tells him to sit down on the bed. Right? Yeah, he does, and it's just and like throughout, <laughs> throughout the entire time, even after that, the the bar fight and stuff. Uh, they always. I hope he is that his is that um Ryu's own room or is it is that Ken's room? So it looked like they were. Oh my god, that went right over my head. Because <laughs> it just, they never actually showed him go his room, go into his other room. It was always, they were always in his room. Are they sharing a room? I, I don't, I don't know. Room. And that's a good question. Wait, in, you the, know, in the hotel, were I they mean, sharing a room? Because he never said yeah. two beds. He said, so I don't <laughs> And they got like, they got like the master, like. They, the, the suite, the master suite, man. It's just. $20,000 a night in house. Yeah, I mean, well, he, yeah. Was just, he was spoiling his bitch. That's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, after the naked swim wrestle scene, yeah. sh- there's like a shot of Ken on the phone and he's talking. And I was like, okay, they if they fought. pan over and Ryu is lying on a bed, then I know that they just fucked. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they didn't show it, but yeah. I was like, okay. Then they jump to the Chun-Li scene. It's almost like... But, but Ryu is shirtless in that scene. It's almost... It's almost like every time they they do like a super gay scene, they do they throw another bone in. Like, oh yeah, they are into girls. Which is like why that. I said, you say they're bisexual, and you have to change nothing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... What do you mean by that? Change nothing. I mean, if they're bi, then the like weird moments of them looking at women don't even have to like factor in. Oh it's, yeah. I mean, they do factor in, but it's like they they don't interfere. Well, I mean, clearly, obviously, not, but not they, to mention they're, definitely, they're gay for each other. Oh yes. Yeah. Not to mention every time it's like the two of them and one woman, I get like weird like vibes of them playing <laughs> <a> teamer. 
tag team. I didn't know about that. The thing is, it's uh, it's one of those things where you say, you know, the saying that's so straight it's gay. Yeah, yeah. Where they live in this weird world where it's like, yeah, they pick fights with everybody and they they encounter some skeevy people, but I feel like everyone is super nice. Yeah, like they, yeah. they, they show up to the hotel. The the guys, he's not rude. He's a little, he's polite. Well, and then they meet remember, the helicopter pilot, and he's, like, super nice. Tyler. Remember that the two of them are 17. Mm. Yeah. So any apprehension, like, you look you look at the <laughs> apprehension, it's like, should they really, is it really that big a deal? And you don't think about them being 17 because they're, like, tall and ripped and huge and could, like, fucking kill people. Yeah, but, but they have kids. baby faces and, yeah. and no they're facial kids. hair. So, so like, I remember I was, like, thinking about... They like, are kids, but all the more reason for everyone to be like, what the fuck are these two teenagers exactly. doing here? Exactly. <laughs> so it's like any apprehension they have is usually not enough. Like, Tyler having to be pushed on dropping them off in uh, an area so lawless the police don't go to it. They've just <laughs> erected fences around it. It's like, man, that was a bad call. <laughs> So, uh, so one more thing before we jump on to the episode three and four, back to the, like the, I think it was the first, uh, the first episode, I think when Ken sh- is showing him around the house and, uh, or mansion or I don't know, like the place was huge and he shows him in the backyard or whatever. And he built an exact replica of the dojo they grew up in fighting. in. I was like, oh, right, yeah. this guy wants him. I mean, he's like, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, and the writers all like surprised. Whoa! It looks like everything, and they're having all these flashbacks. And then Ken, there was Joe. One, yeah, say it with me, Ryu. Ryu, Ryu, Ryu. People always make that mistake. Uh, I don't it's care. It's Ryu. Ryu. I mean, it, it, it is. It is Ryu. It ain't ninety two anymore. Well, yeah, but you're also that's that's years, decades, maybe, of Joe calling him Ryu. Yeah, and that. Whatever. It, it's it's going to take a minute. <laughs> so, Ryu. That whole, just that whole Ryu. scene when he was just, uh, who does that? Like, no one does that. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, well, there's there's another thing to factor in, which is uh, uh, <laughs> Ken's family has more money than God. Well. Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's that, but it's it's kind of like. I don't know, they, like, they he, have infinite, they have infinite fuck you money. No, I, I, I get that part, but it's like. He was waiting for him. That's the kind I'm trying to get to. Is like he, he just he built yeah. all this. He's getting everything prepared. It's just waiting for that moment when his his, his lover is. Well, yeah, even, even like the old guy on the island that Ryu was on is like basically telling him you have to go to him. <laughs> That's right. uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. Oh, man, but uh, but yeah, I mean besides all that, uh. That, the first two episodes were great. It was just, it was very, I just, it was, it was fun. It was just really, yeah. Epic. And I've never, I haven't seen this, this series at all. Uh, this, oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I, you I, know what? This might be my favorite anime, and I haven't even seen all of it. It's like you know what? nine it's, episodes. It's pretty long. It's in my top ten. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's one that I always forget about too. Mm-hmm. The music. When people. When people are like, "What's your favorite?" I was, I immediately just go Bebop because I'm used to saying it. But this is just, it's so good. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's just so chipper. It is the music. Yeah. Really fits the, it's everything about it. It's just, it's just fun to watch. 
So, mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's fun to watch, but you see it go to dark places later. Like, yeah. it very mm-hmm. much knows that yeah. these are inexperienced young versions of characters that we know and love. And it, mm-hmm. and over that long, long course of however many episodes, there, like, there's a lot. Like, you kind of see it in the intro, actually. Like, you see that there, it's going to go to some dark places. Uh, and I've probably seen, I don't know, the first... 14 episodes or something and it does go to some it takes them to some places where yeah they are tested it does show them parts of life and parts of the world that they didn't know existed yeah like uh i don't know if you could call this a spoiler or not what's but basically once you start getting introduced to the uh <laughs> boss characters from two yeah you're in some dark places but anyway, what's the? I kept trying to think of the. What's the the word, the new word that they use for the uh, like Judge Dredd and the Raid genre? Uh, bottle film. Yeah, bottle film. Mm. That's what. That's the vibe I got from these two episodes. It's funny, you know what a movie I thought of watching these two episodes is uh, the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen that. Dang, seriously? That's a nope. movie's awesome. Yeah, I know. It's you didn't watch it in school? Queue. Why would I watch The Warriors in school? We, I, I watched it in school. That's how I saw it. Oh, they um... showed it to what, you in what school? What class? Uh, I think it was English. Um, I know that was the first time I saw The Warriors, but, um... I think, we read shit. The, I think we read the book. Maybe that was why. Ooh, I've heard awful shit about that book. Ooh, it's brutal. I didn't know like, it was like, based on a book. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I should make that kind of noise considering I read A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> but uh, dark places. So, so it's yeah. So it's fucked up then. Yes. Um, the book is fucked up. The movie is a bit is a lot more enjoyable. It's it's not exactly like chipper, no. But it's it's not ghastly. Put it that way. It's a classic. It has an appropriate amount of weight. I'd say. You know, actually, <laughs> episode four reminds me of the Warriors. How do you think about it? Well, yeah, because of all the different yeah. uh, gangs and stuff. Like they encountered those like two gangs. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, apparently in Hong Kong, flying nunchuck gangs are a serious problem. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you have like the uh, hockey, either like hockey goons. Yeah. Yeah, it really is like the Warriors. Yeah, hockey goons. <laughs> Maybe you should try tennis instead. That would have been so much better. The tennis goons. Oh, jeez. Bunch of like, like fucking yuppie looking motherfuckers. <laughs> Episode three, when they were doing the fight, kind of reminded me of Grapple with Baki, that the OVA. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Pretty apt comparison, especially when a uh, Mister Damned shows up. <laughs> Damned. Uh, like you was... think this guy's big? Wait till you meet Zangief. <laughs> yeah, you're calling hacks when you see that huge ass motherfucker. I liked how Ken just kept sitting back and watching. Was it Ryu? <laughs> beat up on everyone and win it's funny pretty bad in this anime, like i want to say like uh speaking to like the 
consistent characterizations of them in the games. It's usually Ryu who's reserved and Ken who's like brash and impetuous, but like <laughs> Ryu is just always like like first up to get into some shit. Mm, yeah, and Ken's always back watching. I mean, I mean, yeah, between this and the fact that uh, <laughs> he got right up in Guile's shit. Yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of episode two and got his ass whipped. That's true, but I, f- I feel like there's going to be a switch at some point or that they're building up to it where Ryu becomes more reserved and a better fighter and Ken kind of takes a back seat and watches it happens and watches his friend disappear. That's my I, feeling. I haven't seen the whole thing. I also get that feeling like that happened just from the sort of canon of the games. Mm-hmm. You know what? That makes sense considering um I mean the story the the this aspect has changed a little bit, but uh originally the way it worked story-wise was um that big ass uh, scar on Sagat's chest was given to him by Ryu in that first tournament. And what they did is when they introduced the whole Dark Ryu, Dark, Dark Hado plot element, they changed it so that uh, Ryu actually more or less lost that fight. Sagat kind of extends his hand to you know help Ryu up. And Ryu is just like overcome with this rage just like uncontrollable rage and uppercuts him and gives him the scar then Hmm. so it kind of speaks to like a a, like a darker aspect to his personality and i mean this predates Hmm. that but i'd I'd really like to see that happen in this series where uh he kind of like grows and becomes either the ryu we know or something closer to it because you know that that would be a journey because I, I don't know, wasn't there a plot in the games later on where like, Ken was looking for Ryu or something? Because Ryu had, I always get the sense that Ryu had done went off to do this by himself at some point, just travel the world well, and fight and train. He is a wanderer. Ken. De- yeah, he's a wanderer by default. Usually, um, they end up meeting up at these tournaments. But anytime mm-hmm. there's an anime, it usually either starts or revolves around Ken looking for him. Is there a is there I mean I really don't know much about the lore of Street Fighter at all but with uh with Ryu is is there like a purpose or end goal or are they just trying to become him and Ken just incredibly powerful so, like what's the um I can I can answer that um so this it's a what it started off as with Ryu this is before they introduced that Dark Hado plot is it it's kind of like a martial artist equivalent to the Buddhist's search for enlightenment. Mm. The uh, Buddhist is searching for spiritual enlightenment, whereas Ryu is searching for what he calls true strength, which is left vague on purpose. He doesn't know, you don't know. He'll know when he attains it. And Mm. I want to say Akira from Virtual Fighter is like this. Any fighting game you have has at least one character who's just on this sort of ascetic type path. And yeah. um, hmm. they changed this. This gets changed slightly when they introduced the Dark Hado element in the sense that, like, there's a stronger impetus for him to find this strength because this, like, darker aspect to his personality is at risk of, like, taking over and making him another Akuma. What about hmm. Ken? Is, is he the same? No, um... 
Well, Ken kind of... Part of the thing with Ken is that he's just fucking bored. He uh, He's always struck me as just like a rich guy who mm. loves to fight. Yeah, well... And, and his friends of- with... He's kind of the bystander to reuse story. Yeah, the thing is, like, outside of the uh, Street Fighter tournaments, there isn't much competition for him. Hmm. And uh, without Ryu, there isn't even even anyone who can keep up with him sparring-wise. Like, I want to say, they haven't outright made official who won what tournament outside of Ryu winning the first one, but uh, sort of fan lore sticks true to uh, Ken winning the second one. Hmm. So he's kind of on point. So he's just you. he's just fighting. Well, not even the... on point. It's supposed to be exactly on. Does point he have a baby you. now? Yeah, he has a son. Mm-hmm. With hmm. care with Eliza. Yeah, I think it's a. It's a. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, which uh, is funny because if you read the Udon comics, then you find out. I'm not sure how canon this is, but uh, uh, Guile's wife and Ken's wife are sisters. <laughs> So they run into each other at like family functions and shit, and neither one of them likes the other. Really? That's funny. They're brother in laws? Yeah, though I think that may just be in the Udon comics. <laughs> That's funny. When were those made? Early uh, 2000s? Mid 2000s? Say, yeah, mid 2000s. Like, I started, I was starting to collect them when I was still in high school. Yeah, I had a couple of those. That's funny. Why don't Ken and Guile like each other? Um. Well, well, Guile is like pretty. He's like a fucking strict ass military motherfucker. He's probably it's probably because he's pretty uptight. Yeah. Ken's like jazz playboy. Yeah. Pooday boy. Mm. So Ken is just fighting to stay busy, pretty much. Kinda. It's what he. I mean, it's what he does. You know, it's it's a pursuit. That's mm. what he loves. Yeah, but unlike but, uh, like, but unlike Ryu, but he, he doesn't, doesn't have some sort of. Do it. He's not trying to attain enlightenment. Okay, he's just, yeah, uh, just doing it because he can. We're in, we're introduced to Chun Li, but oh so yeah, we get Baby a little more Chun Li later. Yeah, uh, yeah, she doesn't really do much in these episodes. So, I know she sticks around for a few more. See oh her, yeah, she's see, there for. A Seeing her like that actually kind of shocked me. The, uh, the only way I've ever seen her is just this you know, super powerful fighting machine lady thing. Never this little petite 15-year-old girl who's just kind of watching as everyone else fights. That that, th- that threw me off. Yeah. Yeah. They go into it a little more in the next episode where it's very much she's... This is before the other Chun-Li begins. Hmm. This is before... Uh, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. Ah. Oh, oh, God, that movie was... Oh! <laughs> Woo, I mean, here's the thing, right? Because I thought this was a good idea. Much like uh, Tekken spinning off in the different games based on individual characters, I thought, okay, maybe you could do separate movies for the individual characters rather than trying to, like, you know run the gambit of that, like, the, the problem that previous Street Fighter movie had, where it's like, okay, you got seven you can remember, and otherwise it just gets confusing. But if you make a story based on certain characters, you can work other characters in weird ways, and, you know, have a small enough cast to where this works. And and they, they fucking blew it. They blew that <laughs> shit. 
Oh. I wonder what they, if there was a plan. Like, if this... There's no way. I feel like it was too low budget that it just had to have been a one-off forever. No, but I it, feel like, like, if it had succeeded, it could have led to other stuff. Like, You know, I feel like that's maybe... And I'm not saying jump into this shit the way DC did and then try to swim and end up sinking. <laughs> they haven't sunk yet. They're still got their floaties on. But I feel like maybe that's something that video game movies should... Because there, you could take a property like Tekken or Street Fighter or, or something huge and kind of break that down into maybe like, oh, here's a Fei Long movie, here's a Chun-Li movie, here's your Ryu and Ken movie, here's this other movie, and then lead it all in to the tournament movie or, or something yeah, like that. that would maybe be that, that's the way to go. Um, or, or Netflix series... It seems like fans are really pushing harder more than the stu- or the companies are. Well, yeah, so, that's. I mean, the best thing we have so far is the Assassin's Fist series, mm-hmm. which is a like a net based series. Mm. The uh, <laughs> the DC live action movies are all right, but there are animated movies are fucking fantastic. So maybe an animated one might be good. They're okay. I, I have you seen? I'm, I'm, I'm about I'm about half half and half with those. Really, I, I I'd say them. they're 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 severely hit and miss. Uh, have you, well, there's a lot of them. I don't want to go into all that, but I really yeah. enjoyed the Justice League ones. Uh, Flashpoint uh, Paradox was good. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Before. Was great. Yeah, Year One was ass. <laughs> oh, Dark Knight Return, fucking beastly. Yeah, I want to see that one. That was a good one. The one of the Justice League fights Dark Side. I can't remember the name. I that one yeah. oh War. Yeah, I, I, I just one. saw War. That was recently. good. That was pretty. Son of the Batman was pretty bad. I was with a little. Yeah, that was those. Yeah. those Batman ones. Dang, yeah. The the Batman ones are hit or miss though. Those aren't. <laughs> um, those are really. Under good. the Red Hood was. Good. <laughs> Under the Red Hood is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I was actually in Best Buy today, and I was looking at there's. I walked past the family section, and right at eye level was all of these dark ass Batman cartoons. <laughs> I was just like, like make right next to like all this other kitty shit. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I I went into this uh one of the rare few video rental places that was still around in I don't know twenty eleven, twenty twelve, twenty something. Um, and uh, <laughs> may have actually been twenty ten. Like, my dad's in there looking at shit, and then I go into the kids' section, and I see, like, oh, yeah, here we go. We got some, like, uh, I don't know, some kind of, like, My Little Pony shit. We got some Sesame Street. Oh, and we got Helsing. <laughs> That's a bit weird. Fucking vampire-ass Alucard on the cover just looking evil as shit. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope no little kid picks this up. There is so much blood in that anime. <laughs> Fucking Nightmare City. <laughs> it is. Hmm. Yeah, these... These two episodes were pretty straightforward. Yeah. So the big boss of this area in Kowloon, whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. Kowloon Palace, as they call it, is like so bad that they like kill the electricity, like and fence it all in, and it looks like the post-apocalypse in there. Like it's so bad, the police just said fuck it. <laughs> and, but like, tell me why. There's only one guy in there with a gun, and he's the one running shit. 
Because he's the big boss man. He's the only one with a gun, and it's a pistol. I was sitting there thinking, I haven't seen anyone taking a shot at Ken and Ryu yet. They're all trying to fight him with nunchucks and hockey. Actually, you're right. The police all have guns, probably. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. It's just that sometimes that's how it goes. They don't want to deal with the the hood, so they just forget it exists. But um, <laughs> there was such a the other thing. Okay. Go ahead, Chuck. I was just gonna say. I mean, when the helicopter was going over and the camp was asking him to bring that, the, you know, bring it down so they could get in there, and it was just when they showed it, it was like literally this ginormous dark spot. And was it where was it? I was like, they, they literally blocked off what seemed like miles and miles of the entire city. It looked like fucking Demon City Shinjuku. It was like, <laughs> it was like yeah, this whole city is just fucked. And, and it's <laughs> don't, not, don't, don't mess with it. And, and it's not like they're putting up some wall. They're just putting like a little flimsy fence all around the place. <laughs> and it's like, it's, you could jump that thing. It's like, well, I don't understand. What was the point? <laughs> What's the point? This is ridiculous. Yeah, why wouldn't everyone be jumping that thing? It looks like the post-apocalypse in there. It looks like Fist of the North Star in there. Yeah, everyone else in there thinks it's 1990X. Like the Mongolians <laughs> are about to come in or something. I don't know, man. It's weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's, like, weird shit going on in there. Maybe these people do think they're in, like, a Mad Max-style future because you got the hockey guys with their weird spiked gear and... <laughs> Flying nunchuck assassins yeah. and uh, a pair of like nebulously brown bodyguards named Sodom and Gramora. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Who wear God. their sunglasses at night so they can get their ass kicked in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess that's another thing. There's a surprising amount of foreigners in Hong Kong. Mm. Of what? Foreigners. Oh. Everyone they interact with is not Chinese. Mm, you didn't think all the people in the Fight Club were Chinese? Well, they probably were, but the guy running the hotel was named Hector. <laughs> <laughs> they could have been... Well, they all have English names, too. Yeah. And uh, the guy uh, uh, flying the helicopters, Tyler. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one I was like, huh. Well, that guy's white. <laughs> Yeah, he's got that like over overly chiseled, wind up face, and his like, accent yeah. to be an American. Yeah, and his accent was all kinds of American. Well, oh jeez, <laughs> they cranked that one up in the dub. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, the Texas accent. Apparently, all of Mexico, all Mexicans, all Americans are Texans. Oh yeah, well I mean like Ken's you American. How, you remember how the Americans uh looked in that bar in episode one and two, Joe? Yeah. Those yeah. guys were just lumps. Pieces of meat. Yeah. Yeah, we talked Joe, Joe, we talked about this uh on the last episode where you weren't here, but I was lamenting the fact a lot that that I'll never get to I'll probably never really end up doing anything like this. Like mm. I would always think, I'm gonna fucking walk the earth and <laughs> yeah. train or go, go on, on an adventure. adventure. Yeah, you know. God. But uh, 
Had the money, Not though. Really. The money. I think the closest we had to that was Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. God, it just... When, when, when Ken was just when I I didn't know Ken came from a really rich family. When I saw that, and he was just dishing out cash like it was nothing. I mean, twenty one thousand dollar. Come on now, that's just he's just like it's like it's nothing to him. Just all yeah, that, yeah. That a cash. room so big, it's got its own pool. Yeah, man. To be able to, be able to do <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, man. It's just like oh, it's like that pool in Skyfall, which I think <laughs> is actually the same pool in Lost in Translation. <laughs> Yeah, but just that to have the option to just out of nowhere say, you know what, fuck it, let's just travel the world and just go into fight clubs and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Just to be I able wish. to do I was, that. I was talking to my neighbor today, and I was like, I would really like. I just had a flash where I was like, man, I really wish I could just take a shit on the plains of Africa and bury it. And and also the beaches of Okinawa. God, <laughs> I want to take a shit on the beach in Okinawa. <laughs> it's like you don't understand. I want to take a shit in every major country. Yeah, outside God. with a view. Yeah, and, you know it can't. That how could life get much better than that? You're like, damn, I'm out here. It's beautiful, and I'm shitting, and I'm gonna leave my shit here. And you know you get real relaxed after you take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is a uh, this is quite that'd be quite a journey. That'd be a meaningful journey, man. Yeah. Flashing that American Express car like it's nothing, man. That would have been funny if they're like, "Sorry, sir, we don't take American Express." <laughs> oh, an episode's over. Oh man. So if Ken's able to travel around because he's got all that money, and you said uh, Ryu, he. By his nature, he's kind of a nomad. How is he getting around? I'm pretty sure he doesn't have any money. He's paying for everything. Well, I mean, I mean, like throughout, I guess, in the story oh, of Street Fighter, like how does he get around the world? He just walks. He just well, he just walks. Okay. Well, he walks, and he probably does camp a lot. But okay, he, uh, apparently, the idea is that he's like going into like fight clubs and shit and making money that way. Mm, okay, just winnings. Yeah, the other winnings, exactly. So he wins and goes to all over the world. Well, like, I want to see, you see a bit of that in the uh, Street Fighter Two movie, the uh, animated movie. Man, to have a sugar daddy like that, just, you know, just be able to take <laughs> me around, paying for all my shit, that'd be... That's going to be you, Joe. That's going to be a life. you get this big paycheck. Man. Joe, you're going to be the sugar daddy. <laughs> you're going to buy us all a house down here, and we're going to record... Man, that'll be live. Podcasts light. all the time. Make it, make it rain, make it rain, man. I'll buy us just shit we don't need, just cause. Oh God, it's great. <laughs> a golden shitter, man. You know. Don't don't buy a golden toilet. <laughs> uh, yes. If I ever have one. money to pay off the cops, I will go to Russell Simmons' house and slap him. Yeah. <laughs> he has a golden toilet. He has a golden toilet. <laughs> I don't know if it's the cops you'd have to worry about. Yeah. Oh, what? You think he's going to take me? He's older than dirt by now. Well, he's got a lot of friends and probably a lot of security guards. <laughs> okay, well, then when I get the money to have more, you know, more entourage than he does, then I'm going to go what smack do you, him. What do you got against a golden toilet? It, that kind of excess just pisses me off. 
Why? What have you earned it? I don't yeah. give a fuck what you've earned. That's retarded. He's what? earned it. No, you you got to spoil yourself, man. It's it's just there's better ways to spoil yourself than shit on gold. Hey, man. It's just dumb. If that's your you know if that's your happy place. Look how important I am. I'm shitting on this like pricey ass fucking. Yeah, but you don't hear him bragging about it. <laughs> He was on Cribs talking about looking at my golden toilet. Well, it's Cribs. Yeah. That's how I found out about yeah. that shit. It's Cribs. You're supposed to do that. He's not, like, taking Twitter selfies. Yeah. Instagram. On the shitter. Oh, man. All right. You know those things just don't exist. You have to commission that shit. Yeah. You got to think, yeah, you know what I want to do? I want to I I waste this many pounds of gold on a shitter. I like how we've gone from Street Fighter to our Golden Share. This is beautiful. This is it's fine. It's, it's well, great. Uh, it. well, the Masters family and Russell Simmons both have more money than God. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I wonder how many. Where does Russell Simmons live? Mm. It's better that I'd not know. But uh, Joe, mm. having watched the first four eps, is this something you think you'd be interested in watching? Yes, uh, I think I saw it was 29 episodes, and I would be more than happy to finish this bad boy off. But I might just do it. Well, why do you always call things bad boys, Joe? I don't know. It's my thing. It's what I it's do. It's what he does. What I do. What I do. <laughs> but, uh, this will be a good thing for me to go to when I need to take it easy, because uh, <laughs> this week's been kind of rough. I've not been needing to take it easy. But then again, yeah. so was the last the week before that and the week before that. We should just finish it because if we're not going to talk about this again soon, I'm just going to watch the whole thing probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't want that. Well, that'll, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. Okay. Um, possibly for the next theme month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will. Like, there's, there's there's enough Street Fighter anime in that it, that in a little, that in and yeah. of itself. Month. Oh yeah, I was thinking. Uh, I know I have some parts, but not the whole thing. But we have the Tekken commentary from a long time ago still. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I know I have some parts of it. Yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't have any of it. Mm. Yeah, that was interesting. Fucking Tekken. Yeah. <sighs> Who's your favorite well, Street be- Fighter characters? Um. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna take a minute on that one. Uh, <laughs> who are yours? Um, well, I you know I always like Dan. Mm-hmm. He's uh, always I like using him. Mm-hmm. He's like a he's like using a a mallet when you need a hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Ken, if I want to try and actually win, mm-hmm. uh, or actually Faylong, Faylong is probably Faylong and Dan probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I can't use anybody. <laughs> yeah, um, who I can use and who I really like rarely oh. kind of coincide. Actually, I really like Gen too. Mm-hmm. I like the way he plays. Yeah, 
It's funny. I'm kind of like, what's the deal with this old guy? And find out like his storylines are like intrinsically tied to like Akuma, <laughs> and that he used to be an assassin. I was like, holy shit, your story's dark. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. He's not like the kind of typical Genfu Wong, like kindly old, old man kung fu yeah, master. Ki- yeah, kindly old kung fu master. This guy's like hardcore. He's got some history. Yeah, he's cool. Yep. You know, I like I like Sakura. Mm-hmm. I think she's she actually. You know what? She feels like an extension of Ken and Ryu in this anime. She's just mm-hmm. all bright eyed and bushy tailed and traveling the world to be a great fighter. Yeah, she got the whole world ahead of her. Yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, one thing that I simultaneously enjoy and makes me a, a teensy bit depressed watching this. <laughs> Is yeah, they're young and they have the whole world ahead of them and they have all this potential. Yeah. And I've I've so thoroughly passed that point. Yeah, I'm still I still see that in myself. Like I know I. It's my plan to do bigger and better things, but I also am kind of, you know, in the same way that happens to anybody when they get older. And I try, like, I was talking to this kid at work the other day, and she was telling me how she studied political science, uh, and she, but she wanted to study graphic design or art in general, but her parents were like, oh, no, you're not going to make money in art, which is mm-hmm. clearly they know absolutely nothing about uh, the design industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she actually had a full ride to a, a pretty decent school mm-hmm. near mm-hmm. here, and she decided to study political science instead, uh, which is terribly ironic because I know so many people who studied political science and just cannot. It's like, what do you do with that degree? Mm-hmm. You teach. We all know teachers get paid so well. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dick. But yeah, it's like she's kind of right on that cusp too of where like, oh, she's about to graduate, and she's probably about to hit that turn. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not young anymore, and yeah. I realized what I should have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still time to. I was telling her, like, you know, there's still time to do all this MFA and shit. But I, I talked to a lot of kids who, who are like, I'm working with this kid who's in, who's uh, in high school. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh damn, he's a baby. And he does have the whole world ahead of him. And I'm trying to like tell him, you know, like, he's like, oh, my parents want me to do this. I'm like, listen. You need to do what you want to do. You need to do what you want to do. Otherwise, you're going to look back and regret not doing it. Mm-hmm. And you... I, I don't know. I don't know why I got on this. Yeah. <laughs> You've become the wise old man. I know. It happened... Though. Yeah. It happened. It would happen to me at work from time to time, where it's like, because I was I was working around a lot of younger guys also, and they just like ask me about stuff, and I'd be like, Wait, "You're asking who the fuck am I?" Like, <laughs> like, I don't know shit. I'm a fucking idiot. It's like they don't know that they're expecting wisdom out of me, and I'm like, "Bless your heart." 
Well, you, I mean, you've had experience. I, I know well enough to know I'm old, but I'm still a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, well, that's the key is there's always a dumber ass than yours. <laughs> that's a box quote right there. I like that. So you got to help them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, okay, here's the only advice I could really give anyone is like, don't, don't be like, don't spend your 20s as a re- alcoholic recluse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah lead you to some good places it will yeah man <laughs> you'll meet some people people you don't want to deal with but you'll meet some people I know but that that's one thing that I, I I've liked like it's I'm mad I'm a little bit mad that I had to go back to retail but not really because the people I've worked with are really cool mm-hmm. um, but and when I worked in retail before uh, same thing It it is kind of invigorating to be around uh, younger people mm. in some ways because they do mm. have fresher perspectives and newer ideas. Yeah. Um, there, there are things that they don't know and there's things that I don't know. And it is, it's nice to be around. Like there's to be around vitality. It keeps yeah, they're you all excited. on your toes. Right. Yeah. And, and it's another reason why I like this anime even more going back mm-hmm. to it. Like, I don't know, I loved it the first time I w- watched it, and I love it now. It's just, it's just hilarious. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can even see it. Like, I want to say it was on display in this episode in particular, where it's like, they don't know how deep in the shit they actually are right yeah. now in this moment. <laughs> yeah, they have no idea. Yeah, I kept thinking about that while I was watching it. I was just like, it's almost better that they don't know how it yeah, is. their situation is because they're they're it's like they're just so confident that they're going to do it and that they mm-hmm. they don't expect to not do what they're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> they just do it and then they just it's like a thing that happened and they forget about it. I mean, I mean, it says something about them in that too that they they've still maintained this after that <laughs> epic and maybe righteous ass whooping they caught from Guile, but like. <laughs> It's like, I think they don't realize these nunchuck guys, goofy as they are, are legit planning to murder them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, um, that words. Uh, yeah, um, I think I already more or less covered recommendations mm-hmm. in the previous episode. I don't know if yeah. I mentioned, uh, Grappler Baki, but that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, I probably talked this. about. I probably talked about the motorcycle diaries, mm-hmm. uh, but it's you know the the travel, the the road trip yeah. story is it's great and it's mm-hmm. and when it's combined with a coming of age story that's kind of a classic tale and that's what the motorcycle diaries was and that's what this is. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually interesting thinking about that movie and this movie because I know where Che Guevara ended up in life when I mm-hmm. watched that movie. Mm-hmm. And I know where these characters are going to end up in the canon watching mm-hmm. this. So that's an interesting parallel there. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to that, I almost want to say... Maybe I could re- you could recommend. I mean, it's it's not it's infinitely more shown in than this, but like One Piece is very much about a journey 
between uh, friends, and there's a whole lot of fighting in it. Uh, very similar, like, youthful, upbeat spirit to both. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Actually, I was talking to some friends of mine the other day who were telling me that they've been watching just a shit ton of boys love anime. Yeah. Which I I didn't even know. They had to explain it to me. Apparently it's all on uh there's a lot of it on Crunchyroll. Yeah. So they've been watching that. I would wa- or I haven't been watching they've been watching that. So <laughs> I uh-huh. and watching this I was like, oh maybe, maybe they'd like this. <laughs> Because it's uh, damn near. Well, it's funny because what was it? I uh, was listening to an episode of Anime World Order, and um, one of the hosts on there is really into uh, boys love and yaoi and all that stuff. And she was saying, "I actually like this show too because I just pretend I'm watching a boys <laughs> love anime." <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you have to pretend. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's just kind of where her focus is. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of hard to not focus on it. <laughs> Pretty much shoved in your face. Yeah. Good old Yowie. <laughs> like Kent's nuts into Ryu when he jumped in the pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Balls in your face. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> what about you, Joe? You got any more recommendations? Uh, the one that Lionel brought up, the the Warriors. I just that that, that totally that oh, scene yeah. from the fourth episode completely made if me think like, of that. If you like the fourth episode, yeah, if you thought see, that episode was cool. Check out the Warriors. Yeah, go, go see that movie. Read the book. It's good stuff. Very good stuff. Classic. Oh if yeah, you, watch anime that's like this all the time. Watch Fist of the North Star. Mm. Yeah. Also, bottle films that we mentioned, like Dread. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raid. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Brick Mansions. I don't know if that's good or not. Yeah. I heard uh, it was good. That's the Arnold movie, right? Uh, Brick Mansions. That's uh, the last thing. I want to say is the last thing Paul Walker was in. Oh. Yeah, I haven't heard about that, but I know there's an Arnold movie that's kind of a... People comparing it to The Ray, they were saying it was a bottle film. Oh, okay. Yeah? Um, hmm. Okay, uh, I guess any final thoughts before we close this one out? Mm, I can't wait to watch more. It's good stuff. Uh, Mike, anything from you? <laughs> Hey, Joe, you want to go swimming? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll probably be dead because I can't swim. But yeah, sure, let's go. (laughs) Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Next time we meet and we're near a body of water, I have to teach you to swim. Well, I'll start by teaching you to tread water. And I'll show you how to drown. And I'll film it all and put it on the internet for profit. not pick up the air bubbles when you're underwater. Like Sonic. Good stuff. Exactly. Like that you can look sound. for this footage on Tube Galore in 2017. <laughs> Coming Why soon. Tube? Oh. Why Tube Galore? <laughs> God, that swim scene. I uh, That's like just 
it's in my memory forever now. But so once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. No, they were just so excited. Just, I was just. Whew. Once yeah. you've seen kids naked ass, you can't unsee. It. <laughs> once you've seen it, you're changed. Yeah, just like uh, you can't unsee uh, fucking <laughs> Ken Scalp. Yeah. Oh Jesus! In that comic book. Yeah, the Malibu comic. Ugh. We never know if they actually killed him off because I think they canceled the. No, the book. Um, if you bought the third book, they real they you know they acknowledge yeah we got canceled. Uh, here's all the shit we would have done, and uh, Ken survived it. Uh, mm. But was it really his scalp? Yep. <laughs> Man, that's so dark. Like. <laughs> Yeah, the plan was to have him spend some amount of time in the comic recuperating. Would you do that to your enemies, Jumbo Cables? Would you See, send Russell Simmons Kimura's scalp? Here's yeah. Here's here's the thing. I take my issues up with the people directly. I if I were gonna cut his scalp off, that would be for me. I wouldn't send that to anybody. <laughs> Like the evil is sending it to somebody. It's 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 for the same reason that like I'll never, if I can help it, hide a body. <laughs> yeah, you'll have the Russell Simmons scalp cause, room because the people you fuck up hiding the body are you know the family who just kind of want some closure. What if it's me? What if what if we I accidentally killed Joe and we gotta hide his body because it looks I'm real bad. Him. I'm not gonna hide it. I mean, that's that's when me and you have like the double dragon showdown after the last boss type thing. <laughs> Make it into a... and that that that's what determines which ending you get. The dark ending, <laughs> where uh, <laughs> me and Mike go to jail, or the even darker ending, where I just go to jail. <laughs> Joe's body gets hidden, <laughs> and Mike has to deal with all. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> done. Oh Lord. Yeah. Well, two more down, and I don't know, twenty something more to go. I don't remember how long the series is, but it's fun. Sometimes that's all you need. Anyway, special thanks as always to the creator of uh, our opening and closing theme, Synthetic Highway. If you'd like to check out the creator of that theme, Submorphine, you can head on over to soundcloud.com slash submorphine, S-U-B hyphen M-O-R-P-H-I-N-E. The creator of our closing theme, er, that. The creator of our promo theme, God, I gotta... Sorry, I had this plug memorized, and then I realized that the plug I memorized is actually kind of confusing, and now I gotta redo it. Yeah, so... Sorry to put you through even more stumbling and fumbling. But, uh, yeah. The creator of our promo theme is Squareon. And if you want to check out more Squareon stuff, head on over to facebook.com slash Squareon. S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Squareon's got a project, project they'd like me to plug called Project Stick. Or is it Project Stick Part 2? 
See, you think I'd get this stuff down as I went on, but I actually forget more and more. Ugh. You guys think dementia's gonna be fun? I hope. Same with Alzheimer's. But, yeah. So, check out uh, Squareon's project at facebook.com slash project stick. Um... Oh, yeah. Mike's got a show on the, the network. Our network is Hey Listen Radio. HeyListenRadio.com is the website we're on. Uh, find us on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash HeyListenRadio. We're on... Ooh, excuse me. Serial. We're on Google Play. We're on Android. We're on iTunes. We got a Facebook. We got a Twitter, and we got separate Twitter accounts. I'm at Otaku Connect. Mike's at Hyper 90s. Gotta spell it the 90s. And Joe's at NHEP Returns. I think that's about everything. Um. Oh, yeah. Shinsuke motherfucking Nakamura. Yeah, I know I'm a little late to the party on this, but, like, NXT has just got everybody. Like, wrestling, there's at least one place where wrestling is actually good. Unfortunately, it's owned by WWE, like everything else. Ugh, we gotta kill this Monopoly. Seriously. But, uh, I'm running out of music, so I guess I gotta save that for another time. So, uh, thanks for listening, and have a good night, people. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Bloody Blah 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 Otaku Connection. Yeah, Joe's out and shit's got weird, so we're gonna get weird with it. Golgo uh, will never die. If he dies, he'll come back to life. Hmm. Next up is the Golgo 13 commentary track.